guys, a beautiful morning to you. Today's Bible reading will be taken from Hebrews 10 and Hebrews 11. And our memory verse cutting from Hebrews 10 verse 31 in Aussie version. It is a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Let's take a few moments to ask the Holy Spirit to open our eyes, open our ears and open our hearts to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to be saying to us today. The old system under the law of Moses was only a shadow, a dim preview of the good things to come. Not the good things themselves. The sacrifices under that system were repeated again and again, year after year, but they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship. If they could have provided perfect cleansing, the sacrifices would have stopped, but the worshippers would have been purified once for all time, and their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. But instead, those sacrifices actually reminded them their sins year after year for it is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins that is why when christ came into the world he said to god you do not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings but you have given me a body to offer you were not pleased with burnt offerings or other offerings for sins then i said look i have come to do your will O god as is written about me in the scriptures first christ said you do not want any animal sacrifices or sin offerings or burnt offerings or other offerings for sin, nor were you pleased with them, though they were required by the law of Moses. Then he said again, Look, I have come to do your will. He cancels the first covenant in order to put the second into effect. For God's will was for us to be made holy by the sacrifices of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time. Under the old covenant, the priest stands and ministers before the altar day after day offering the same sacrifices again and again, which can never take away sins. But our high priest offered himself to God as a single sacrifice for sins, good for all time. Then he sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. There he waits until his enemies are humbled and made a footstool under his feet. For by that one offering, he forever made perfect those who are being made holy. If you actually think about it, in a real sense, the blood of animals were not taking away the sins of people. It didn't change them, it just showed a way to sin and cleanse it whichever way they want. Whenever they were saying, they just, you know, that it's just take a calf, it's just take an eifa and some grains. And the Holy Spirit also testifies that this is so. For he says, This is the new covenant I will make with my people on that day, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts and I will write them on their minds. Then he says, I will never again remember their sins and lawless deeds. And when sins have been forgiven, there is no need to offer any more sacrifices. Paul went on to make a call to perseverance. And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtains into the most holy place. And since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting Him. For our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean, and our bodies have been washed with pure water. So let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope that we are firm, for God can be trusted to keep His promises. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works, and let us not neglect our meetings together as some people do. But encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. 
dear friends if we deliberately continue sinning after we have received knowledge of the truth there is no longer any sacrifices that will cover these sins there is only the terrible expectation of god's judgment and the raging fire that will consume his enemies for anyone who refused to obey the law of moses was put to death without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses just think how much worse the punishment will be for those who have trampled on the son of god and have treated the blood of the covenant which made us holy as if it were common and unholy and have insulted and disdained the holy spirit who brings god's mercy to us but we know the one who said i will take revenge i will pay them back he also said the lord will judge his own people it is a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living god think back on those early days when you first learned about christ Remember how you remain faithful, even though it meant terrible suffering. Many people don't like to hear that there's another side to God. Yes, God is loving, is merciful, is faithful. But then we fail to forget that He is slow to anger. This doesn't mean He doesn't get angry. It is a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living God in the other side of His eyes. Don't see God's red eye. He went on to say, so don't throw away this confident trust in the lord remember the great reward it brings you patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do god's will then you receive all that he has promised for in just a little while the coming one will come and not delay and my righteous one will live by faith but i will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away for we are not like those who turn away from god to their own destruction we are the faithful ones whose souls will be saved we move to hebrews 11. this chapter is all about faith and the great examples of faith faith shows the reality of what we hope for it is the evidence of things we cannot see through their faith the people in the days of the hood earned a good reputation by faith we understand that the entire universe was formed at god's command that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen it was by faith that abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man and God showed his approval of his gift. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. It was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. But before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. It is impossible to please God without faith. Remember, it is impossible to please God without faith. So if you want to please God, you need your faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. It was by faith that Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood. He obeyed God who warned him about things that had never happened before. By his faith, Noah condemned the rest of the world and received the righteousness that come by faith. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give to him as an inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. And even when he reached the land God promised him, he lived there by faith. But he was like a foreigner living in tents and so did Isaac and Jacob who inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city designed and built by God. It was by faith that even Sarah was even able to have a child though she was barren and she was too old she believed that god would keep his promise and so a whole nation came from this one man who was as good as dead 
a nation with so many people that are like the stars in the sky and sand on the seashore. There is no way to count them. All these people died still believing what God had promised them. They did not receive what was promised, but they saw it all from a distance and welcomed it. They agreed that they were foreigners and nomads here on earth. It was by faith that Abraham offered Isaac as a sacrifice when God was testing him. Abraham, who had received God's promises, was ready to sacrifice his only son, Isaac, even though God had told him, Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. Abraham reasoned that if Isaac died, God was able to bring him back to life again. And in a sense, Abraham did receive his son back from the dead. It was by faith that Isaac promised blessings for the future to his sons, Jacob and Esau. It was by faith that Jacob, when he was old and dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons and bowed in worship as he leaned on his staff. It was also by faith that Joseph, when he was about to die, said confidently that the people of Israel would leave. He even commanded them to take his bones with them when they left. It was also by faith that Moses' parents, eating for three months when he was born, they saw that God had given them an unusual child and they were not afraid to disobey the king's command. It was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the sons of Pharaoh's daughter. It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. It was by faith that Moses commanded the people of Israel to keep the Passover and to sprinkle blood on the doorposts so that the angel of death would not kill their firstborn sons. It was also by faith that the people of Israel went right through the Red Sea as though they were on dry ground. But when the Egyptians tried to follow, they were all drowned. But when the Egyptians tried to follow, they were all drowned. It was by faith that the people of Israel marched around Jericho for seven days and the walls came crashing down. It was also by faith that Rahab, the prostitute, was not destroyed with the people in her city who refused to obey God for she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. How much more do I need to say? It would take too long to recount the stories of the faith of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and all the prophets. By faith, these people overthrew kingdoms, ruled with justice, and received what God had promised them. They shut the mouth of lions, quenched the flame of fires, escaped death by the edge of the sword. Their weaknesses were turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put all armies to flight. Women received their loved ones back again from the dead, and others were tortured, refusing to turn from God in order to be set free. They placed their hope in a better life. After the resurrection, some were jeered at, and their backs were cut open with whips. Others were chained in prisons. Some died by stoning. Some were sawed in half, and others were killed with the sword. Some went about wearing skins of sheep and goats, destitute and oppressed and mistreated. They were too good for this world, wandering over deserts and mountains, hiding in the caves and holes in the ground. All these people had a great reputation because of their faith. Yet, none of them received all that God had promised, but God had something better in mind, so that they would not reach perfection without us. Within this entire chapter, we see that with your faith, there's nothing you cannot do. Everywhere is limitless for you because you have faith. So if you don't have a strong faith, build your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to teach you to build your faith because your faith will take you places. And this is how we enter this Bible study. 
I hope you guys have a great day filled with the power to do this break into your daily activities. I love you, and Jesus loves you even more.